The Railway Minister Pawan Bansal has been sacked as Sonia Gandhi meets the Prime Minister. The big story, are more changes now imminent? Pawan Bansal is out. What about Ashwini Kumar? Is the Law Minister next? The Congress says they will not tolerate manipulation or corruption. According to sources, Sonia Gandhi wants both ministers out. Both Bansal and Ashwini are key Punjab leaders close to the Prime Minister. Was Manmohan Singh trying to protect them? Will this action against the minister salvage the image of the Congress party? Well, the pictures on your screen are of Pawan Bansal going into the Prime Minister's residence earlier today to hand in his resignation, resignation ending a day of dramatic developments. Pawan Bansal is the first congressman to hold the key railway portfolio in 17 years, forced to quit over his alleged role in Railgate, sacked as railway minister exactly a week after Railgate broke with the arrest of Bansal's nephew for taking a bribe to help a top rail official get a lucrative post. Well, the Congress party initially decided to brazen it out, backing the rail minister and the law minister, Ashwini Kumar. This sparked a huge political storm paralyzing parliament and the opposition accusing the Congress of being arrogant. Today's sacking of the rail minister, Pavan Bansal, came on a day the Congress went on record saying it was taking the rail bribery case seriously and that it will not tolerate any corruption. While Bansal has quit, Ashwini Kumar could be shifted to another ministry. An incensed opposition says the Prime Minister is accountable. He must apologize. Ashwani Kumar should be sacked. Congress party Bhrashtachar jaysay mamle ko Hamesa gambirta se dekha hai Ki the Congress party is not going to Tolerate any corruption. Today's development Reinforces BJP demand that even the PM must resign. You, you allowed a blocker in the parliament when we were seeking out accountability. But two days after the parliament getting signed I, you are taking the resignation. Is it fair? Therefore, the prime minister's resignation demand gets added justification. While I insist that there must be thorough probe, thorough probe, investigation, the CBI must act impartially and objectively. At the same time, the law minister cannot continue to be in office the, after the Supreme Court's scathing observations. The law minister cannot continue. His position has become extremely untenable. All right, we're going to track every aspect of the story. Joining me now, NDTV, Sunil Prabhu, Rahul Srivastava and Siddharth Pandey. Sunil, let me come to you first. Is the sacking of Pawan Bansal a recognition that the government, the Congress now believes there is direct information to implicate Pawan Bansal, that he was on the take or are they merely responding to intense pressure from the media, from the opposition, from everyone? Well, Vishnu, uh, two, three corrections that need to be done. First, there is no sacking. Mr. Bansal has come to meet the Prime Minister. His resignation letter will be accepted by the Prime Minister. I also want to update you that Mr. Ashwini Kumar, the Law and Justice Minister, has also been summoned to the Prime Minister's house. He also will submit his resignation. The two uh, ministers' resignations will be accepted. The Prime Minister at present meeting both these ministers along, of course, uh, and he's been in consultation with the uh, political secretary to the Congress President, Mr. Ahmed Patel, who actually uh, acts on behalf and coordinates and ensures that these ministers come. Uh, those resignation letters will be handed over to the Prime Minister. 
and then of course forward it to the president and of course an official notification with the new portfolios of who's getting what uh, will be announced hopefully late tonight. So uh, the government and the Congress party acting, this follows a meeting between the Prime Minister and the Congress All right, President. Sunil, what you are telling us is absolutely breaking news at this stage. It's not just Pawan Bansal. The resignation of Ashwini Kumar is going to be submitted now and it will be accepted. Both ministers are out and that's confirmed news coming in from, our, from the Prime Minister's residence at this stage. That's right, Vishnu. And in fact, it had become extremely untenable for both ministers. Yes, in, in Mr. Bansal's case, it is because of a, a gross impropriety about the fact that his family members have been involved and used his office and his closeness with his private secretary. And uh, the, the story continues as the CBI continues to investigate. But of course, in the case of Mr. Ashwini Kumar, as we've been hearing over the, over the days now, the fact that he involved, and as the Congress party put it, any manipulation in the records uh, is unacceptable to the party. And it's in this context that this entire event has taken place. And here you can see the ministers uh, leaving now, of course, uh, from the Prime Minister's residence. Uh, it's uh, just uh, 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 Mr. Bansal uh, having a short, uh, nearly 10-15 minutes meeting. He, of course, he would thank the Prime Minister, uh, but uh, the party, uh, the Prime Minister, uh, as well as uh, the government's image has taken a beating for taking so long in taking a decision on accepting their resignations. All right, Rahul Srivastav, uh, very important news that Sunil Prabhu is sharing with us at this stage that it's confirmed now that both ministers, Ashwini Kumar and Pawan Bansal, are going. Their letters of resignation, perhaps already on the desk of the Prime Minister as we speak, that will be accepted. Are we now... This, the, the next step, are we now likely to see a major reshuffle of the union cabinet? We don't know. Uh, we, we, there is an assumption at this stage that Ashwari Kumar may be accommodated in another ministry. Vishu, one thing is very clear that the, the manner in which the Congress has carried out this exercise, if we go back to what had happened uh, in the Lok Sabha when Sushma Swaraj, the leader of opposition, had attacked Sonia Gandhi, the Congress president, and, and had uh, virtually charged her, uh, the government being as the most corrupt, perhaps the foundation to what has happened today were laid then. That is why, if you look at it, that whatever has transpired in the last half an hour, there was a meeting between the Congress president and the Prime Minister. And it is now a Congress clear signal that it is Sonia Gandhi who has pushed for accountability and probity. And all the distinctions which are being made uh, in comparison to between the uh, charges against Mr. Bansal and Mr. Ashwani Kumar, it seems stand neutralized. Sonia Gandhi has given a clear signal now with this meeting and this move that uh, eventually the Congress is preparing for a wider picture, bigger picture. Now the bigger picture also not only means that it means only not only getting rid of two people, ministers who are facing charges, but also preparing for 2014. 2014 can be prepared, Vishnu, only if the Congress party realizes that it has to tinker around, rejig the cabinet and the organization. The TMC has left the Congress, the DMK is gone, and NCP is the lone ally. In this, the Congress party has to fill in the seats left by, vacated by Mr. Aragiri. Also, we are hearing certain fresh faces coming into the government and also some fresh faces being inducted into the organization. Perhaps this is the wider picture that the Congress will look at, absorb these two droppings or these two resignations into a wider change and perhaps, perhaps look forward and hope 
that the impact of these resignations will be that the public will accept that the Congress is trying to undo the damage which has been done over the last six to seven days. Sunil, let me come back to you for, uh, at this stage. Any further details emerging on the Ashwini Kumar front? Uh, there was there was a sense that it was just a matter of time before Pavan Bansal would be dropped. Because, but the Ashwari Kumar case is a lot more complex. It's not a case of corruption. It's a case of political impropriety. Uh, so when did when did this start developing? That yes, he was going to go as well. Was it at the instance of Sonia Gandhi that that uh, the, the Prime Minister had to act? Definitely, Vishnu. And in fact, we have been reporting from the last uh, two three weeks now. The fact that the Congress co-group last Saturday uh, met and told the Prime Minister no in certain terms that Mr. Ashwini Kumar has become a liability. Uh, just to add uh, two, three points, uh, Mr. Bansal has left the Prime Minister's residence and in the fitness of things, as he entered, came with the red light weekend on, as he left, it was off, and Mr. Bansal confirming that he has submitted his resignation. Of course, he continues to believe that he has done no wrong and that he was done in by his own nephew as well as his own staff without his own knowledge. That, of course, he will have to prove between the CBI and in the court of law. But nevertheless, he has gone under very trying circumstances. A man who was seen as relatively keen for the Congress party, coming back after nearly two decades getting that crucial portfolio of railways and now having to leave in disgrace. Having said that, Mr. Ashwini Kumar at present uh, still handing over and thanking the Prime Minister for the services he's rendered. But uh, the party high command, absolutely clear. And when I asked them this evening on the specific question of Mr. Ashwini Kumar, the party was very clear. Any kind of manipulation is not acceptable. He has now, of course, uh, come to the Prime Minister's house. That letter of resignation will right. be given. And then, of course, uh, it will be forwarded to the President. And we will see a new railway minister, a new law and justice minister, who they are. We will be able to tell you in a short while from now. All right, and Sunil, very briefly, some of the names doing the rounds. Uh, Malik Arjun Kharge hasn't made it as Chief Minister of Karnataka. There is a sense that he may be brought in to the rail ministry. Uh, if Ashwini Kumar is shifted to another ministry, is there any speculation at all on who the new law minister of the country may be? Well, uh, Vishnu, two, three things. Uh, first of all, I, I, I understand that Mr. Kharge is upset about the fact that he hasn't become Chief Minister in Karnataka and that many of his supporters would be hoping that he will be placated by getting the railway portfolio. But that seems highly unlikely. Probably the uh, uh, Prime Minister would depend on Mr. C.P. Joshi, who held that portfolio a short while back before Mr. Pavan Bansal was given that portfolio. Uh, so we could see a little bit of jugglery in that uh, ministry. Uh, on law and justice, they would definitely need somebody who knows the job well, who can deal with justice, who can deal with law. Uh, there are, of course, a few choices. Uh, the choices are uh, between uh, Mr. Kapil Sibyl and, of course, uh, uh, Mr. Salman Khushid, who has already been there, but he also holds the external affairs. Uh, so somebody who's known, who's known to the judicial sector, uh, is in, in the judiciary, who has practiced in the Supreme Court, uh, they will be looking for somebody who knows the subject well. And, of course, uh, trying to show a united face at this stage. Let's remember, in the last four years, the Congress Party, as well as the UPA, has really come out okay. uh, really uh, negative on the entire issue of law and justice after Mr. Bharat. Okay, Raj, so he'll just be with us for a moment because uh, I want to go across at this stage to Siddharth Pandey as well, who's been who's outside Pavan Bansal's residence. Uh, 
All right, we've lost Siddharth over there. We'll try and get back to him in a little while from now. Pawan Bansal entered the Prime Minister's residence with a red beacon on his car. He exited the Prime Minister's residence with no uh, red beacon on top after having submitted his resignation. The big breaking news at this hour is that it's not just uh, the Rail Minister Pawan Bansal who, against whom there is perhaps prima facie evidence in a corruption case who has been dropped or has resigned, but also Ashwini Kumar. Siddharth Pandey is back with us once again. Uh, Siddharth, uh, has Pawan Bansal come back home? Any reactions at all? And earlier in the day you were telling us this remarkable story of how the minister, at that stage the minister Pawan Bansal, even sought divine assistance because things clearly weren't going in his favour. Well, that's right. In fact, Mr. Bansal just come back into his residence just a short while back. No word from him at all. Uh, uh, in fact, uh, he's come back with the red beacon light off. But through the day, of course, I think the indications were all there with the Congress uh, spokespersons there making statements that the party would not tolerate corruption. Mr. Bansal still hoping perhaps to string this one out. But uh, what's really interesting is just opposite his house, just 20 meters on this side of the road is the BJP headquarters. The opposition mounting pressure, but clearly pressure from within the party itself. Mr. Bansal today, interestingly, in the afternoon, uh, went ahead and tried to even invoke divine intervention. Uh, at, at some point in the afternoon, uh, a, a goat was brought in. Uh, both he and his wife actually fed that goat, and uh, we believe that goat was later sacrificed, perhaps uh, in a way to ward off uh, all ill omens. But that clearly did not work in his favour. Uh, he went to his office in the evening, uh, came out uh, pretty distraught. We asked him if he, was, if he had resigned. He didn't really comment, saying that uh, investigations were on, still perhaps holding, uh, holding out hope. And then just, uh, just a short while back, around half an hour ago, he actually went from his house to the Prime Minister's uh, residence, uh, where he finally submitted his resignation. So clearly, all in all, Mr. Bansal finally having to go. Pressure both from uh, the opposition as well as within the Congress itself uh, on his ouster. And Siddharth, very briefly, the real issue now, because this is a corruption case. I mean, at the end of the day, this is about corruption. It's not about any one individual per se. But as far as Mr. Bansal is concerned, it's now just a matter of time before the CBI interrogates him. Oh, absolutely. In fact, all these days, I think just about everyone was waiting which way the CBI inquiry would go. It became pretty apparent that the CBI telling the court itself that uh, they have more than a thousand telephonic intercepts of uh, various accused, the eight accused in this case, where uh, they are promising uh, the job transfer and saying that this would be done uh, with the highest intervention of the ministry. So clearly it was only a matter of time before the CBI went knocking on Mr. Bansal's door. That became pretty apparent and perhaps it was only a matter of time before he actually had to step down and he's done exactly that now. Okay, and Siddharth, uh, we can also tell our viewers at this stage that we've got some footage and perhaps a brief soundbite as well of Pawan Bansal indicating uh, that he has resigned. We're trying to play that out uh, in just a few moments from now. Let me just uh, quickly introduce our panel at this stage. I'm joined by Pradeep Bhattacharya, Rajasabha MP and President of the PCC in West Bengal. Pinky Anand joins me here in the studio, member of the BJP National Executive and Advocate of the Supreme Court, Nalini Singh, the well-known senior journalist, Prashant Bhushan, the senior advocate of the Supreme Court, and D. Raja, the national secretary of the CPI, all with us. Before I come to my panel, let's just quickly play out that excerpt of Pawan Bansal briefly addressing the media.
All right, just a, a, a nod of the head over there saying that he has resigned. A quick reaction, Pinky Anand first. The BJP earlier in the day was critical, saying that why is it just one minister? But it now appears that both ministers have either sacked or resigned. That's a matter of semantics. They're not there anymore. Uh, how does the BJP react to this development at this stage? See, in any case, I mean, this development has come only because of the pressure which has been put by but the you BJP. Now that it's happened. obviously, I mean, this was something which was required to be done and which was being demanded by the BJP. The question of high, highest level corruption—it was taking its own time to unravel. That's another matter. But this was the demand of BJP. That is why, at the, on the floor of the Parliament, exactly these issues are addressed, and that is why, when the BJP was being literally criticised for saying why the Parliament has been adjourned, and this was the issue in so hand. So now, Parliament's next session will. Work. Of course, it should work. All right. So, food security bill will go through. Well, I cannot say at this point of time what will go through. The reason I the part of the house is yes. because uh, the BJP has also said that they want an apology from the Prime Minister at the very least, right? Yes. So, you will continue to push for that. Whatever the demands of BJP have been, obviously they will continue. So, you want an apology for the Prime from the Prime Minister for what? Because both of these ministers have been. The point is not so simple whatever. as to sacking the ministers. Ultimately, it is. It seems They've acted on allegations of corruption or impropriety. Let's be very clear. As far as the question of the coal ministry is concerned, or the coal kid is concerned. Definitely, there seems to be the hand of the Prime Minister directly in this issue. I think the rest of it is only what happened in front. But ultimately, the, the Prime Minister was the coal minister. The report, etc., whatever happened to it, seems to have been under the direct supervision of one party or the other. And apparently, it's, it's evident what happened. It's not at the instance of the Joint Secretaries only who did everything in front. There is obviously got to be some sanction at the back. Pradeep Bhattacharya, um, the Prime Minister has acted at this stage, but the BJP making it absolutely clear that, look, the, not only do they want an apology from the Prime Minister, they want the focus to remain on the Prime Minister for his alleged role in the coal scam because Joint Secretaries and others in the Prime Minister's office were directly involved in wetting this report. So the buck stops at the doorstep of the Prime Minister. How do you react to that? Uh, I know the BGP's role because I had been inside the Parliament. Uh, I know the BGP always they're trying to disturb the Prime Minister. And it is their habit of doing such type of chaos inside the Parliament and outside. But the Congress is a different political party who will not accept any type of corruption. That's why the Congress has decided that the two ministers must have to go. And it is the courage of the Congress to take such decision. But this BGP, they had no courage to take any decision. This type of in, we have seen in But so where was the question the of BGP, courage for the BJP? The question to, of courage was for the Congress and whether you all these, these ministers which you but done. they could not remove any minister. This has been going on for so many days and yet it took the them so much time to come to terms. Any corrupt person in their party. So it is only the Congress party who are who can okay. take this type of Mr. Bharacharya, let me ask you a question as a clarification. Politically, I know sometimes... Mr. Bharacharya, no, hang on a second. Mr. Bharacharya, let me ask you a, a very specific question. Does the BJP now believe that Pawan Bansal was on the take? Do the, does, the BJ, does the Congress party believe that Pawan Bansal is, was on the take? That he actually took money? Or is that link in your mind still to be established? Look, I am, I am very clear in this aspect that the, yes, go the ahead. decision of the Congress party against any corrupt activity of any minister or any, any type of manipulation taken by any minister cannot be accepted by the Congress. So he was corrupt now and he accepted manipulation. The Congress believes he was corrupt and he accepted manipulation. That's why Congress took such decision. Right. That, is, that may be the satisfaction of the BGP. 
But no, sir, it's your satisfaction. You took done. the decision. It's the satisfaction of the Congress to have taken the decision also, isn't it? I'm just asking you, the, 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 the Congress I believes that the Congress that is Fassi, correct. He was correct. He was corrupt and he was manipulative. You're, you're admitting this, sir. And it was on the basis of this belief that the Congress... No, no, I do not know exactly, but the decision of the Congress party, the Congress party is correct. That I can say very clearly. And that... And sir, that decision was based on what? I can't... Was that decision based on media pressure, sir? So what was that decision based on, sir? Loose talk, pressure I from the BJP, you admit you were under pressure from the BJP and you dropped him. No, no, is that what you're saying? Because right. the Congress... So you're saying that the allegations of know, corruption were serious? Some incidents took place. Right. So, as some, you yes. know... Sorry, go ahead. As you know, some incidents took place. As you know, some incidents took place. That's why the Congress has taken this decision. And this, and Congress has taken the correct decision in this aspect. Only one reason is this. Congress wants to make these things very clear. So we know what the Congress picture. wants to make it. I'm just asking, sir, you believe that he took money. How can I know it, this thing? How you can know this thing? Okay. It is the CBI. All right. It Darling, is the you CBI want, you who want to make said this thing. Okay, fair enough. Based on the CBI investigation, decision was taken. Right, and maybe we shouldn't pre prejudge other. But go ahead, I just Darling. want to say, what forked tongues politicians speak with on the fourth of May and on the fifth of May, had not even a week ago, there were two core group meetings. Was Mrs. Sonia Gandhi not present at those meetings? Mm -hmm. Did they not come out and say, the spokesperson, that we will ask for the resignation or take something after the CBI inquiry? Today, they are not telling you what they have sacked him for. In fact, you know, let the Congress, pa uh, Congress party be subservient to their president. We don't have to be subservient to either the right. BJP president or the Congress president or the anybody. Therefore, I'm saying that when it is convenient, there's Karnatic elections going on. They're afraid of the domino effect. There is the food security bill, which the Congress party is laying so much emphasis on. Now, all of that is forgotten. All of that is you, uh, uh, you adjourn parliament sine die. Yes. You say we will, not, we will not do something that the opposition wants. We will not buckle into the opposition's demands. And so the uh, parliament is adjourned and then you are sacking these two ministers. Where is the CBI report? And where is the C f final CBI report on which you said that you were going to be sacking? Okay, uh, fair point over there. I also want to bring in our group editor, Barkhadat. She's covering the elections in Pakistan, but she's been tracking every single development over here. Barkha, it seems all the excitement is not where you are, it's back over here. Certainly, politically, you wanted to come in on this debate, Barkha. We've got Pradeep Bhattacharya, Rajya Sabha MP of the Congress, Pinky Anand, Nalini Singh, Prashant Bhushan and D. Raja. Go ahead, Barkha. Well, Vishnu, all I'd say at this point is that the question that the government must answer is why they waited so long uh, to do what they had to do to begin with. We saw Pavan Bansal's resignation news coming in before the law minister. We do know that the law minister was much more adamant about not exiting and the prime minister was much more adamant as well about his staying on. Now the inevitable has happened and now it's time to deconstruct what both cases represent. The Pavan Bansal case represents an allegation of financial irregularity. He's now out of the cabinet. The CBI will do its job. You have Congress leaders admitting that there was prima facie evidence about serious financial irregularity and that is why he had to go. 
the law minister's case has been much more contentious and it's been much more contentious not just because Ashwini Kumar was known as Manmohan Singh's man in the cabinet but also because and Prashant Bhushan is there he'll know that Supreme Court affidavit uh, Supreme Court order that came uh, better than anyone else on the CBI affidavit including the court's observations Ashwini Kumar's case is so, so important to me, almost a bigger story politically than Pavan Bansal because the Ashwini Kumar controversy involves the highest office of this country and that is the Prime Minister's own office. Remember that the court reprimanded not just the fact that the law minister saw a report and made changes to a report that he should never have done, but that the Joint Secretary in the Prime Minister's office did the same as well. And the court very interestingly referred to a particular report, a preliminary inquiry to a PE2, a report that the court said everybody wanted to change. Those are the court's words, not mine. Right. This report pertains to the three years, 2006 to 2009. We should listen to this, it's important. This pertains to 2006 to 2009. This is when the Prime Minister held the charge of the coal portfolio. So is the court indirectly suggesting that Ashwini Kumar and the Joint Secretary and the Joint Secretary in the Coal Ministry did what they did to actually shield the Prime Minister? That is why I do not believe that the story has ended with the exit of these two ministers. Let me just put that across to Pradeep Bhattacharya. In fact, let me just go through those observations of the Supreme Court you are referring to. The Supreme Court said, and I quote, the heart of the CBI's cold report was changed at the behest of government officials. And this is an absolute rejection of the CBI's claim, of course, that the essence of the report was unaltered despite the changes. So, Mr. Bhattacharya, why don't you react to that, that this is not only about Bansal, it's not only about Ashwani Kumar either, it's about the office of the Prime Minister. This is what the BJP also says. This is not a story which has ended with these resignations. How do you respond to that? A very simple thing is this. It is the propaganda of the Bharatiya Janata Party. They cannot explain why the Prime Minister himself involved with this thing. It is the responsibility of the BGP. I have seen inside the parliament. All the times they have been abusing the Prime Minister of the country. It is the political agenda. Nothing, 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 anything. But sir, why don't, why, why, let's keep the because BJP out of this for a moment. Let's just go across to Prashant Bhushan, senior advocate in the Supreme Court person. who knows this case perhaps and better than anyone. He will not accept Mr. Bhushan, the, the Prime Minister's office and what the Supreme Court has said so far, of course they're going to say a lot more uh, probably in the month of July. How, do, how in, from a legal standpoint, sir, wear your, uh, your, your lawyer's cap, not just, you know, I mean, uh, politically, but what is the link to the Prime Minister's office which has been mentioned by the Supreme Court so far? Well, let's first understand why the Prime Minister was so reluctant to sack uh, the Law Minister in particular. Because the Law Minister did what he did in order to protect whom? In order to protect the Prime Minister. <coughs> the Joint Secretaries the Attorney General and the Law Minister tried to interfere with and did interfere with uh, and doctor the CBI's investigation report to be submitted to the court only to save the Prime Minister. Because what did they change? They changed that crucial paragraph in that report which said that in these allocations made between 2006 and 9 which were made by the Prime Minister himself, 
where the prime minister himself had delayed the auctions which the coal secretary had been recommending uh, that in these allocations there was no system no record at all of how these allocations were made how uh, did the government or how did the prime minister choose between competing applicants so that was the heart of this report which showed that these allocations had been made in a completely arbitrary and malafide manner and my information is that slips used to be sent yes. from the congress party to the uh, coal ministry or to the prime minister's office and it was on that basis that these allocations were being made so for the first time uh, this prime minister is facing a case where he himself may be made the accused and where he himself may be charged cheated under the prevention of corruption act and that is why it appears that he was so anxious to uh, to make sure that the report does not implicate him and that is why all these officials had been sent to try and uh, doctor this report and that is why he has been reluctant to sack uh, very reluctant to sack a person like ashwini kumar who was merely doing all this to protect the prime minister okay i just want to go back to barkha because we're going to be losing that line with her uh, barkha go ahead over here prashant bhushan establishing how over an extended period of time the linkage to the prime minister becomes clear Vishnu maybe you could ask Prashant Bhushan and your other guests to look uh, especially the lawyers who would have looked at what the supreme court said very carefully if you look at what the court said about one particular report that everybody wanted to change this report the, and and this phrase is the is the supreme yes. court it's not mine what was this report that everybody wanted to change it's a report that deals with allocations between 2006 and 2009 this is when the prime minister held the charge of the coal portfolio now pmo officials have been telling journalists all day all week that the prime minister did not ask ashwini kumar to convene that meeting with cbi officials but the fact of the matter is vishnu that it it will be very difficult for people to believe that a joint secretary acted on his own the former cbi director rk raghavan said to me that the bureaucrat in this should not become the fall guy i do not know whether the prime minister uh, will himself get implicated as mr bhushan is suggesting i do not know but what i do know is that the supreme court has certainly suggested that the report that everybody tried to make changes to related to the time that he held the coal portfolio and that is perhaps why ashwini kumar's exit was so delayed that the prime minister was so opposed to it not just because ashwini kumar was one more member of the so called punjab club a friend of the prime minister but because the exit of ashwini kumar exposes the prime minister's office and makes the prime minister himself open to the same charges that were leveled against ashwini kumar now the prime minister's own office will face exactly the same charges so it's going to be very interesting to see whether the heat will actually go off the government or will actually increase In fact, i just i wanted to go across to mr d raja as well who's been waiting very patiently for this mr raja do you believe that based on the action taken today two ministers including ashwini kumar have been sacked or have resigned that the heat will be off the government now we can have a proper session of parliament next time around or do you see this actually continuing with the finger of blame the the point going point of going directly at the prime minister himself definitely 
it was said in the parliament the needle of suspicion is towards uh, the prime minister in fact uh, i agree good sense has prevailed upon congress party and uh, the government led by congress party finally that is why they have taken uh, the decision to sack the two ministers but this decision could have been taken when the parliament was in session parliament was uh, not functioning no business could uh, take place in parliament the opposition parties were demanding the resignation of these ministers prime minister did not face the parliament law minister did not face the parliament railway minister did not face the parliament they were not facing the parliament they were not answering to any questions raised by the opposition parties in fact it was congress party and government were responsible for parliament not functioning or for parliament getting signed by adjournment now having said that i must say it is not the end uh, the resignations do not uh, bring an end to this uh, sordid uh, episode yes. there must be thorough probe there must be thorough investigation and nobody should go scot free all the evidences related to the scam in railway ministry must be brought to the judicial domain and public domain now since mr ashwini kumar has uh, moved out or sacked has been sacked it is not the end and prime minister was an answer to the country he has to answer a lot of questions to the nation and the people why prime minister was reluctant or was shielding these ministers till this minute and mr. these are the issues you raise an important point mr raja fact this government has lost no no this the government has lost all its moral authorities this government stands thoroughly exposed thoroughly defenseless it has become a lame duck government the credibility of the prime minister stands shattered mr bhattacharya respond to that the credibility of the prime minister stands shattered this is not just about these two ministers it's about dr manmohan singh look the prime minister's credibility is very much stands there there is no question that the prime ministers should resign that question does not arise those who are trying to abuse the prime minister they know it very clearly that the prime minister is not responsible for any sort of action taken by the ministers they know this thing in spite of that just to for a political reason they are saying all these things but the people of karnataka has very clearly indicated this type of chaos and shouting will not affect in the mind of the people of india and i am sure of it those who are thinking by abusing the prime minister they will win in the race in the coming lok sabha poll they will be in a bogus position after the election they will see what is their condition and what is their face okay mr raja very quickly and then i'll come across to pinky and alani go ahead vishnu 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 we are not abusing the prime minister personally prime minister is head of the government he is head of the council of ministers he must own up moral responsibility for the failures of his colleagues in the government for the failures of his government for the scams that are taking place in his government under his government prime minister should own up the responsibility that is what our parliamentary democracy okay, means 
What is the meaning of parliamentary democracy? Fair enough. What is the meaning of having Why don't you reply to the other point mentioned by Mr. Bhattacharya that look, when it comes to acceptability of the Congress for the people in this country, look at what's happened in Karnataka. And therefore, the BJP is not on a particular tangent. It was vote against BJP. on a particular tangent. I think the people of the country and the demands of the opposition have shown to you what is happening in the country. The question of the responsibility of the Prime Minister, not only as a model authority, etc., but in addition, the entire question of what action has been done by the Prime Minister which has required the report to be changed. I mean, heads have gone at this time, but what we really need to know is what role did the Prime Minister play in the allocation of the coal in that inquiry of PE, as Barka said. And true. you're now confident that that's going to happen based on what the Supreme of Court Of course, said, the Supreme right? Court order and whatever is happening. finally going to see an independent I think the final truth and finally an independent investigation to uncover whatever is there because here is not only a question of moral authority, it is a question of direct answerability for the period 2000 to 2009 when he was holding the court portfolio and the allocations were made without any basis, I think we'll have the answers right across there. Now it has been done conveniently, BJP, as Nalli was also saying, demands are made earlier, this action all came around earlier, why, why weren't these ministers either sacked or the Prime Minister owned up his own responsibility? Well, they say that seven now, days is no big period. No, the, of course, by all means, seven days, ten days, twenty days, but the question is not only this, Bhavan Bansal's issue had started even earlier, but question is when do you take responsibility when you find it convenient today it has only been done with the nice two elections to try to say tomorrow that we are we are a great party we have taken care of our own and we've taken we responsibility there corruption Nalini, go ahead. well you know a little uh, you're trying to say that the politicians are trying to tell us that, that a little corruption is no corruption you can do whatever you want i just want to say uh, to the honorable uh, member from the congress party that not every end to pinky anand the bjp not everything is about 2014 hey look we are citizens over here we want our system cleansed. So we are not saying that always Correct. you look at uh, what's going to happen in whether people will vote for you or not uh, in 2014. Today we must make sure nobody takes the credit for the resignation of the two ministers. If anything, it's the people of India who should take credit. And it will get a little more complex when it actually comes to investigation because uh, according to my information, some companies were passed through this weighted parameters, uh, whether they qualified or not. So it's not as if everything was done uh, in, in, in an ad hoc manner. So it will become more complex. But I want to take you back to the Bansal thing for one minute. Yes. Do you know, I think that the media will not be, uh, will be complicit in this whole thing if it doesn't investigate how other public sector unit chairmen, etc., are paying a huge bribe to get to where they are, the financial sector, the banking sector. You've already seen how the director was appointed. Hmm. So I think that this has and to be... And how loans came to be given immediately thereafter. This has to be also something which has got to be seen. But the, but the, the definitely the Ashwini Kumar story Correct. will become more complex as time goes on. Mr. Bhushan, would you like to come in on, uh, on what you, you've heard on, on corruption in the Bansal case itself? Uh, the fact uh, that as Mr. Pavan Bansal's political fortunes seem to grow, the wealth of his family perhaps grew proportionately or, or should I say disproportionately uh, uh, during that same period of time and that assuming that the allegations of corruption against him are correct, this is a minister who is working in an environment where, where every single day the media and everybody else is talking only about one thing, corruption and belatedly there is an overwhelming case of corruption against his entire family which he says he is not even aware of. Well, this just goes to show that uh, the deeper you look 
uh, at the background and the activities of these people and their families, the murkier it gets. That is why we are seeing that the assets of these MPs increase by 600%, 700% in that five-year uh, five period. If you look, I mean, our experience has shown, we just did an internet search yes. last year in May and on the internet we found evidence of serious corruption against at least 15 ministers. And during this last one year, evidence has come against at least five more ministers. We are talking about a cabinet reshuffle. The problem with the Congress party is today, today who do they reshuffle? Who do they bring? Unfortunately, this, uh, this corruption has steeped uh, so deeply and so broadly across the party that it has now become very difficult to find any MP even an MP among the Congress uh, party who can be picked up and who would be clean. I mean, they would have to do virtually a complete cleansing of the party in order to find a uh, honest cabinet in this country. Otherwise, it's just a reshuffle of the same pack. It makes no difference. Mr. Bhattachari, I just wanted you to reflect on a point made by Pinky Anand uh, a little while earlier on. Uh, or Nalini, uh, the, the point being that who takes credit? Who takes credit for uh, the sacking of these two ministers? Does the Congress take credit for it? <laughs> right? Do you believe you've done a good thing? That you've acted look, on corruption? Look, look, look. Uh, I, I tell you, I, very, I tell you, look, things can be placed this way that this is not the subject of anybody's credit or discredit. It is a normal system of the party. When they feel somebody doing some mistake, he should be removed. So that's why the Congress has done this thing very correctly. I know the opposition party would be saying so many, so many things, wild delegation, etc. against the Congress, against the Congress ministers and others. But everybody knows the other political party and the person, those who are saying so many good words, beautiful, noble, noble words for how, how much they are running their own part, own life. That also be inquired. Those who are abusing Congress, let them explain how they are spending their own life. If it is inquired, it will be found that they are also doing something wrong in their life. But unfortunately, in our country, these people are keeping mum and posing themselves. They are the, they are symbolized the honesty. That is very unfortunate. So if they are presumably or uh, allegedly corrupt, then therefore it's okay for you to be corrupt as well. I mean, what are you saying, sir? Look, it is not that simple. I am very... I can say it very clearly. Sometimes I have seen the persons, those who are saying all these things, charging the Congress, they are following a very bad type of life. Okay. But when they are coming to the media, they are saying against the Congress, <laughs> as if they are very right, honest. So you are accusing the opposition 
of double standards and the opposition accuses you of double standards as well i have to end i have to end this program i know nalini has one last comment just just one last comment go ahead is it possible god forbid is it possible that honesty is getting a higher status today in our politics by what mr bachari what pinky saying also is it possible that integrity is getting a super high status here or is hypocrisy on steroids hypocrisy on steroids this is all hypocrisy on steroids we'll end this debate on this note thank you all very much for joining us well tomorrow pakistan votes in what is being described as a historic moment in the country's uncertain tryst with democracy an election that has seen blood on the ballot over 100 people dead and grave threats from terrorist groups and uh, this call for change as its central theme many are forecasting a hung parliament though the front runner for the top job isn't a new face but an old one former prime minister nawaz sharif from lahore barkhadat reports on what this may mean for the pakistan army where the generals have always been wary of sharif and where this leaves imran khan who's emerged as a key challenger in the all crucial state of punjab pata nahi kyun pata nahi kyun mera dil keh raha hai ki hum is waqt parson sham ko shukrane ke nafal pad rahe honge aur sara pakistan naye pakistan ka jashn bana raha hoga A sea of people rose in a tidal wave of approval when Imran Khan began what would be his very last campaign speech. Strapped to a hospital bed with multiple fractures in his spine, a cracked rib and a cut in his head, the man who has often said that he could be Pakistan's next prime minister, ironically will not be able to vote for himself. Pakistan's elections are in less than 24 hours. Imran Khan will still be under medical watch the day of voting. But toppling off a forklift 15 feet high has not taken down the soaring hopes of his supporters. Speaking to them propped up against a stack of pillows, Imran Khan's message was simple. It was time that Pakistan tried someone and something new. ये अल्लाह ने एक सुनहरी मौका दिया इस मौके को आपने जाने नहीं देना यह मौका ऐसा है कि हम ये जितना भी पुराना ये जो स्टेटस को जिसे कहते हैं जिन्होंने मिल मिला के हुकूमत की है इस मुल्क पे और मुल्क पीछे चला गया ये इन सारों के जाती हालात अच्छे हो गए हैं मुल्क के हालात तबाह हो गए हमें मौका दे एक तब्दीली का मौका दे In a historic election being held under the shadow of the militants guns here most are forecasting a fractured mandate with no clear winners it is in this scenario that imran's party has successfully tapped into a widespread cynicism among young voters there are 35 million new voters on the rolls in pakistan many of them between the ages of 18 and 25 Outside the hospital that the cricketing legend built in memory of his mother it is these young men and women who keep vigil eager to know the newest medical bulletin the walls here are plastered with handwritten notes of good wishes left for a politician who has sometimes been mocked as taliban khan for his contentious views on beginning negotiations with violent extremist groups including hardline terrorists Inside a waiting room fills up with anxious relatives and friends who say their toughest task is to keep their patient from using his cell phone or tracking the news. The revolution is not getting becoming a prime minister. The revolution in this country has happened and the children are telling us that. 
they have awakened to take charge of their country they said candidate or no candidate we'll manage the candidate we will run this country that is what he's given them there is what he had to do has happened jo dake maar ke mulk ka paisa bahar le jate Imran Khan's anti-corruption agenda and call for a new brand of politics has made him a substantive political force. His urban base is sometimes likened to the one Anna Hazare was able to generate in India, though he himself has told NDTV that he wanted to emulate Bihar's chief minister Nitish Kumar. But despite the global attention and the sympathetic media narratives around Imran, it really is an old warhorse of Pakistan's politics who is tipped to be the next prime minister or at least the front runner for the post. Nawaz Sharif called off uh, his campaigns for a day after Imran Khan actually fell from that forklift and that that a lot of people here described that is how politics should be. Uh Are you at all concerned as some pundits are saying that his fall could turn into a sympathy vote for him? They might he might get few sympathy votes but people are not uh, that uh, naive you know they realize a fall is a fall you know and uh, that obviously he is uh, we are glad and uh, so there will be some sympathy vote no doubt about that but the the gap is so big that I think it will be very difficult for them to bridge. Previously seen as a political conservative, Sharif is said to have mellowed into moderation after his fall from power in a military coup in 1999. The most interesting question thrown up by Sharif's possible third stint as prime minister is whether the all-powerful military will accept him. Nawaz Sharif has been blunt that as prime minister, he should be the boss, not the country's army chief. Here at a meeting with Pakistan's religious minorities, he suddenly turned to the Indian journalist present and announced that it was a dictator, a reference to Musharraf, who had brought ruin to the relationship. हम एक ही मुल्क थे एक ज़माने में सब कॉन्टिनेंट पार्टी से पहले एक ही मुल्क था हमारा कल्चर एक है हमारी रवायत एक है हमारी रसूमात एक है हमारा खाना एक है हमारा बोली एक है जुबान एक है भाषा एक है हिंदुस्तान वाले बुलाए तो मैं जरूर आऊंगा और हमारी तो यही ख्वाहिश है कि तालुकात बहुत अच्छे रहे From being a protege of General Zia ul Haq to a victim of General Pervez Musharraf, many say that this election is Nawaz Sharif's coming of age. Fittingly, he ended his last rally at Lahore's 11th century Sufi shrine, Data Darbar. In an election where more than 100 people have already been killed, there is blood on the ballot. Whoever wins a night of prayers is in order. And so is Nawaz Sharif versus Imran Khan here in the battlefield of Punjab in Pakistan. As you can see, campaigning is still on, and it will continue into the wee hours of the morning. For India, of course, the question is whether who wins Pakistan will substantially change the India-Pakistan equation. In Lahore, with Juhi Tiagi and Uma Shankar, Barkhadat for NDTV. Well, we'll be covering Pakistan extensively all day tomorrow. Pakistan votes. The trends we believe will come through sometime tomorrow night. So we'll be tracking that very, very closely. It's time now for us to take a short break.